Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Things every day. The early trade for tyre power. Family safety is never up for trade. If I was, for Henley Homes. Build a Henley solar-powered all-electric home and save up to 70% on your energy bills. If I was, is for Henley Homes. You can buy a Henley completed home and move in now. Henley completed homes now selling in Mickleham and Tarnit. Henley.com.au. Lordo, if I was the board of a football club, I'd start to understand how important it is to have stability as uh, in your coaching structure and I guess those mentors during this period of time to potentially um, entice trades to come to your clubs. Now, I think the uh, recruitment of Jason Horn francis to Port Adelaide is significant. Let's have a listen to the chairman, David Koch, speaking about how they targeted him and why he wants to come to Port. We've uh, we've sort of been working um, um, and communicating with Jason and his parents um, uh, for a little while now, and to make sure that that he's comfortable um, with with what we're doing at Port Adelaide, and uh, with Ken, his parents are uh, big fans of Ken, and um, and what Ken could do to um, to to Jason's uh, development going forward. So we're super excited. Yes, there's a lot of conjecture about Ken Hinckley's future at the end of uh, the season. A lot of Port Adelaide supported wanted him removed. Get the feeling if I was Port Adelaide, they're pretty happy that he stayed. Just say Horn Francis turns out to be Dustin Martin or mm. Patrick Dangerfield. The significance of that and keeping Ken Hinckley, if he had a, a role to play in this, is huge for the club. So that stability we've spoken about, so important. It is, Kano. And uh, I suppose if I was a club, I'd start to look at who's the next Neil Baum. Like who, mm. who is somebody of that stature who people just feel good around and he can help in situations? You know, Barmy's been around yeah, a long, long time and I suppose why Jeff Walsh walks into St Kilda because they feel he's a good football person who's seen it all. I just wonder who the next one is within a football club uh, to, to be a sounding board that you go, OK, I want to get that person within my football club. Um, you know, I think Choco Williams has been a good, yeah. good pick-up for, for Melbourne. Um, you know, he's not everyone's cup of tea at times. He can be in your face, but uh, those good football people, because we're just seeing clubs just to self-destruct uh, more and more. Uh, yeah, the, at the bottom end, and then the good clubs. Hey, the, we're meant to tighten this competition, but the good mm. clubs are just getting further and further apart. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah. Who's the next? Neil Barmo four one nine one eight seven three two three. That was if I was right. Julian has been waiting patiently. Uh, Jules, good morning. You want to speak about the bombers? Yeah, hi boys, how are you? Good. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, just wanted to kind of your opinion on Andrew Thorburn. Just to probably play a bit of devil's advocate here. Now, 
he's obviously had a lot of pressure put on him given where he stands, he's been in the church and things like that. A lot of the point of views that have come out weren't necessarily set by himself. Like, I'll take myself, for instance, I'm Catholic. doesn't mean I necessarily take on the view of everything that I that is in within the Catholic Church itself. To me, should the pressure more be on, and criticism be on David Brower, but not really reading the field and reading the probably the state of play and probably looking at going, well, is that a wise decision from a public point of view? Yeah, I think that has what is playing out at the moment, Julian. And I, th- I think you're right. You can separate your views from that of the church, but the fact that he's chairman of the church, I think that makes it a bit more problematic. And I think that's where um, he's come into trouble with this. But certainly, Lordo, as we spoke to Damien Barrett this morning, if you're just joining us, Damien Barrett from afl.com.au says David Barham under significant pressure and, and he believes he should stand down as well. But thanks for your call, mate. We'll move on and go to Sean in Adelaide. Uh, how does the Isaac Rankin deal get done, Sean? Um, I'm pretty happy with a pick five, realistically, at the end of the day, after offering three first-rounders last year for Jason Horn francis We've been able to turn those three picks into Rochelle, Rankin and Dawson. And I think getting a spread of players in a rebuilding list is beneficial than going after the one star. What's your thoughts on that? What's your expectations on, on the club next year, Sean? It'll be year four of, of a significant rebuild. Um, what's a pass mark for the where, where you finish on the ladder next year as, at the Crows? You'd be looking at always for the constant improvement and going from seven to about nine, ten wins and then pushing the edge of finals. I, I believe that Rankin has progressed through his career, started with injuries, started with having some work off the field. And then now I think he's got the potential to turn into Shea Bolton in the next year or two. He's ready to explode into the game. I think it's the perfect... He can have, add that class where you've got all the hard workers around the ball. Good on you, mate. I Thanks like that thoughts. call from Sean. I think it's a really balanced. Yeah, seven wins. Uh, nine, nine, ten next year would be a good step. And, and you're spot on. Just adding some class to what uh, they, they lack. So their their effort was really strong, wasn't it? They, yeah, yeah. Week in and week out, but just lacked the class uh, that other teams have to go on and win, win a lot of those games. So yeah. Rankin should certainly help that. Yeah, that's what impressed me about uh, Adelaide this year, just uncompromising, really, apart from perhaps one or two games. They, they're in most games that they play, and that they do play a, a brutal style of football. Good on you, Sean. Thanks for your thoughts. Uh, Luke is on the line. He wants to speak about the Bombers. Hi, Luke. G'day, Kano and Lloydie. Um, my question is how the current instability at Essendon, we currently have no, uh, no CEO, we may not have a champion in another day. How does it impact how attractive the club is um, to, to players that potentially want to request a trade or join the club? Well, Luke, I I caught up with a player yesterday. Often, you know, someone will say, oh, will you catch up with me and just talk footy? And I did it with a player yesterday. And they loved the Brad Scott meeting. Like, uh, they, Brad Scott got them maybe before the best and fairest, the Crichton medal night on Monday night. And he just finished with, uh, you know, the way you... T- first impressions, you only get one. And the way you turn up to day one of pre-season will say a lot about each and every one of you. And the way he said it, they all just sat up and took notice. And they know... They're on edge. They're already on edge, and they walked away saying, uh, th- "These are standards that we've been crying out for, and we we're fi- look like we're going to get under Brad Scott." So you need more than Brad Scott. You need you know, a wonderful CEO, a wonderful chairman, a great board, and that's where all the change is at. But uh, Brad Scott uh, is the person I think that has mm. that maturity that can uh, 
uh, wade through this until Essendon sort themselves out. So, yeah, you're spot on about players. They would be asking themselves a lot of questions, but things can certainly change over the next 12 months uh, if the club, like Collingwood have done, start to make some good t- good decisions. Well, and they're not going to be that aggressive um, no. during the trade period anyway. So in terms of recruiting those senior figures into the club player-wise, it's not the way that they're going down. And I did love the fact that Brad Scott's speaking about building it from the ground up and continuing to build the list in the right way and going yeah. about it through youth and and going for more of a longer-term sustained success than perhaps just that quick fix. Uh, Lord, you touched on it before, but I wanted to ask you uh, and put you through just a little bit of an exercise in terms of the landscape of the teams in the competition. So pretty straightforward uh, little situation we're going to play here. I'm going to mention a club, and you're going to tell me yes or no, can they win the premiership next year? North Melbourne. No. West Coast. No. Can the Giants win the premiership next year? No. Can Essendon win the premiership next year? No. Can the Crows win it? No. Can Hawthorne win it? No. Gold Coast. Can Gold Coast win the flag next year? No. Can Port Adelaide win the premiership next year? I'll say yes. Can St Kilda win the premiership next year? No. So we've got one. Can Carlton win it? I'll say no. Can the Bulldogs win the flag next year? Yes. Richmond? Yes. Brisbane? Yes. Fremantle? Yes. Collingwood? Yes. Sydney? Yes. Melbourne and Geelong? Yes Yes, and yes. yes. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Only eight teams can win the yeah. premiership as we well, sit here right now. That's in my opinion, yes. What yeah. about you? No, I, I'm with you. I, I think I would have said, you said no to Port Adelaide. I, would, I said yes for Port. You said, yeah. so there was one that you said no to that I would say mm. yes to. Perhaps it was the Bulldogs or Carlton. It's not a great situation, is it, for the AFL to be in? When you're starting the season, mm. and most people would be of the view of you, there'd be one or two differences that over half of the competition cannot win the premiership in November of the, mm. the year we're coming into. Well, I, I'm surprised I never didn't know what I was going to say. I just thought of it as a yeah, no, I'm, that's what I'm, I wanted. I'm pleased. I'm pleased that it was nine. <laughs> I would have thought because often by round four or five, it'll be probably five <laughs> teams, to be honest, once you see them. And I wouldn't have thought that Collingwood, though, I would have said no about Collingwood this time last year. And yep. someone will jump up. Uh, that you just do not expect. So some of those no's that I said, I'll be one of them may finish top five and be a chance. Uh, you know, Fremantle were a club that shocked me. Collingwood were a team that surprised me. So again, it's getting your act together. Fremantle look to be getting their act together off the field, on the field. Collingwood off the field, on the field. And that's where a lot of these clubs who are, I did say no to, uh, just uh, don't mm. make good decisions off the field. And that's as critical as on the field, Kana. So I feel like, and the reason I wanted to ask you that, I feel like it's becoming more significant. And we're we're seeing this play out through the trade period where, yeah, Richmond are going to get stronger. Like Geelong, look look at what Mm. they are going to do. Not only are they able to stay up the top, they can revitalize the youth coming through their list and target players that that they, they sort of bypass the development stages. The first one, two years of the career, which is inconsistent. So Henry and Bruin and players like that come in. So they get stronger. Um, and, yeah. and just the others that are, are getting weaker behind it. So I think it's an issue for the AFL. I don't know how you solve it, but to think that you could be North Melbourne and how far away you are from a premiership, it should never get to that. And then you lose more players for this trade period and significant ones. So 
Just something that the AFL needs to think about, I think. But then on Essendon, like they were once a destination club and a, a place you'd love to yeah. go to. But West Coast was the yeah, same. Yeah, the same. And, and West Coast have uh, never been so, uh, I don't like the word irrelevant, so I won't use it, but they've never been uh, unspoken of uh, more so like they are now. Like you spoke about who's the, who, what jumper you're putting on your back, what number you're putting on your back. You can't really name too many about mm. West Coast. So they've fallen right off the perch, Essendon have as well. So uh, it's on those clubs to do the right thing. And it's amazing how players will want to come to you. Sam Mitchell, he started the climb a little bit last year because Hawthorne became a bit of a dull club. And Carl Amon's gone there. And you know Mark Stevens is suggesting this morning that Jack Bowes uh, might be the favourite in that situation. So um, you know it, they're starting to climb themselves, the Hawks, after what well, they had a great period, lost it for a little bit, and now they're trying to climb back. Yeah, all right. Bit of reaction to that as well. And, and each people will have their different views on who can win it or not. Um, but I think you get the idea that I think would most of us would agree that over the half the teams cannot win the premiership in this situation, which isn't great for a, a competition that sees itself as even. Uh, Baz sent us a tweet. He said, I made the mistake of turning on trade radio when Kane was on talking about the Crows. Talking about top-end talent, he doesn't mention Dawson, Pedler, Berry, Slow standard mids, apparently. Well, Pedler and Berry are are your, your slow, competitive, tackling, contested players in the Adelaide midfield that are about the height of sort of 182, 183 centimetres, and there's a lot of them. Um, and Jordan Dawson, yeah, terrific, 26 next year. But I think most Adelaide fans would agree that their preference has been for the similar type through the midfield, and they need a point of difference. But you can have your say on that or any other topic how many teams do you see winning the Premiership next year, realistically? 0419-187-323. All the news of the day coming up on the other side of this. It is the early trade for tyre power. Family safety is never up for trade. You're listening to Continental Tyres AFL Trade Radio. Engineered in Germany. Proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. Sometimes needing new tyres. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.